Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Kathy Set, and this is Set Free, Finding Your Truth. All right, so today I want to dig into a topic that you might just roll your eyes at, or you might be just like, oh my gosh, this is the godsend I've been needing. Um, because I dealt with this on my journey a lot in the beginning, especially. Um, and I've worked with lots and lots of women who also struggle with this. So I'm going to give you today eight reasons the scale goes up and why you need to stop freaking out about it. So grab a pen and paper. You're going to want to take notes on this. This is where you deep dive. You guys, this is where I talk a lot in my one-on-ones and my mastermind and in our consistency community about being a better thinker, right? We cannot get pissed off every time the scale goes up and say, that's it. Throw our hands up in despair and be like, I quit. This doesn't work. No, honey. What's happening is you're not asking yourself better questions. You are not being a better thinker in order to figure out why that scale is going to go go up. So I'm going to give you eight, eight things that makes the scale go up today. And we're going to talk a little bit about those in depth. So take some notes. If you have questions, please email me reach out to me. I would be more than happy to chat with you about these. Um, And again, this is something we do in our consistency community and in one-on-one mastermind all of the time. We are always digging deep into these issues. So the first reason that the scale might go up is because you ate more carbs. Now, carbs are not bad. How you think about them is bad. Um, So through through self-discovery, through tracking, through figuring out what your body likes and what it doesn't, you're going to find out that your body can tolerate Culver French fries every now and again, and it doesn't affect you. But if you have a twice baked potato, it might. So what's in those things, right? Like dissect it down. Is it the cheese? Is it the sour cream? Is it, is it the ketchup? Like what is it about the fries or the twice baked potato that's making the scale go up? Okay. It's not that carbs are bad because we need carbs. It is a food, a food group. Please don't eliminate them from your diet. Your body needs them. They're there for a reason but it's maybe because you ate more than you usually do. End of story. Okay. Um, The next reason you ate more sodium. Okay. So um, processed foods, foods you do not make, AKA eating out restaurants. You do not know what they are putting in the food that you're eating for seasonings, extra sodium. Like you don't know how they're preparing and cooking that food. So if you don't know that, again, if you know yourself and you have that self-discovery piece with your body to know that, oh my gosh, things cooked in EVOO versus canola oil, I notice a difference or I notice more inflammation. Um, Obviously, I know for me, like when we have takeout pizza, a certain kind, I really love it, but I also know it always makes the scale go up the next day because of the increased sodium and it's probably what they use for, for their meat um, and the processing or the seasonings with that that make the scale go up. So I don't bat an eye at anymore and have a freak out session because of it, because now I know why. I've done the reverse engineering and looking through my tracker to see the data that I have to be able to see the patterns there. Okay, so it could be sodium. You could literally, tip number three, just be sore from a workout. So when you start a new workout program, historically, the first week or two, so you're listening to this the second week of January, if you started a new workout moving your body regimen in the last two weeks, you are more than likely going to be sore if you are pushing yourself and challenging yourself. That is a good thing. Now, if you're pushing yourself and challenging yourself, your muscles are going to be sore. They are retaining lactic acid. You have a little bit more inflammation, right? You have some extra water weight as your body gets accustomed to you strength training or doing it, whatever it is that your body's not used to. 
It's a reaction. It will not last forever. Take a breath, babe. It's going to get better. Trust me. Keep going. Okay, women. Most of you are women who listen to this podcast anyway. It could be PMS. We all know that our hormones play a huge deal in how our bodies react to things. And PMS is one of those. So again, tracking, having data, knowing the patterns that your body goes through is going to be super helpful for you to decrease the amount of frustration you have with this scale. Okay. Next one. Not going to, most, most people don't want me to go there, but I'm going to go there. Did you go to the bathroom or not? Like literally, if you did not go poop today and the scale is up, that's probably why. Okay. End of story. That's all I'm going to say on that one. Okay. It could be that the scale's up because you ate later than usual. True story. I didn't think this had an impact on my journey at all, but I really started paying attention to that in the last couple of uh, years and really noticing like eating at 7 p.m. versus eating at 5 p.m. PM, big difference. Big difference. Pay attention to the times that you're eating. So when I say keep a tracker of the food that you're eating, I don't mean just the food. I'm talking about the time that you're eating. Where are you eating? Are you eating out? Who's cooking the food? What's it seasoned with? Like the more detailed you can get, only means the more data you're going to get. And don't you roll your eyes at me and say, well, that takes too much time. Do you want to figure this out for your body or not? Like it has been such a godsend for me to take the time and the energy because we all have the time. We really do to figure this out. Long-term um, has saved me a lot of frustration with the scale. All right, next one. Your sleep sucks. <laughs> sleep is directly correlated to so many things, you guys. And I feel like as a society, we like just take whatever time is left over and we'll use that for sleep rather than making sleep a priority. I have literally in the last year and a half made sleep a priority, figured out how many hours of sleep I need. It's generally between seven and a half and eight in order to function and feel my best and have the, the clarity, no brain fog, and be able to do my job effectively, parent effectively, not be crabby, irritable, or dependent on caffeine or sugar to get me through the day. You've got to figure that out for yourself too. Again, data, you know, if you have a Fitbit or if you have an, um, a watch that, you know, can tell you your sleeping amounts and look at your sleep, that will help tremendously. All right, next one. You didn't drink enough water. Again, figuring out how much water a person needs to drink. Baseline is always half your body weight in ounces, okay? So if you weigh 140 pounds, you need 70 ounces of water a day. Now, for the longest time, I was drinking copious amounts of water. Um, and literally in the last month or so, I have almost cut that in half and noticed a huge drastic difference in my energy levels. Now, again, that's just for me. That doesn't mean you need to go out there and do that. I'm just sharing my experience with you to say that those little things matter. Tracking those and having the data and seeing the patterns, it all matters, you guys. It matters so, so much. You can ask any of the ladies in my mastermind how much of an eye-opener it is to actually track your day, not just your food, your feelings, what's going on, your environment, um, emotions, all of that good stuff. But the bottom line with this episode, you guys, that I really want to get across is that the scale is data. It is nothing more, nothing less. We need to stop allowing it to be the sole one indicator and dictator of our success. We have to remember that success is not linear. And this is where that whole thing I talked about at the beginning of the podcast about being a better thinker comes into play. We have to stop taking things for surface value and stop having it be all or nothing, black or white. The scale's up. This must not be working. No, you're not working. And I know that's hard to hear sometimes, but we need to have 
somebody in our life that's going to challenge us to think better, to ask better questions. So figuring out why the scale is up. Don't be like, well, I ate a bunch of trash yesterday, so that's why the scale is up. Today will be better. If you don't go back and figure out why you ate trashy foods, why you ate crappy foods, why you ate late, like why you did those things. Was it a habit? Were you you know, was it an emotion that was evoked by? Was it a social situation? Like what were you doing and why did you choose to do the things you do? When you dig deep into your brain and figure out why you do what you do, that's going to be the real prize. Figuring that out and then being able to reflect on that and being able to say and ask yourself the better question of, was that getting me closer to where I want to be or farther away from the person I want to be? How can I change that? How can I be a better thinker tonight? What's the next best choice I can make? That's going to get you into, number one, a better headspace. And all this shit about people wanting to throw the scale out the window. You guys, it's just data. It's just like the speedometer on your car. You don't like punch the speedometer in the car when you get a speeding ticket, do you? Then why the hell would you do it with this? It's the same concept. But again, it's a choice. It's a choice. And we can say that the scale is the devil, but the scale is just giving us data. It's the same thing as when you go to the doctor and they say how tall you are. We all know as we get older, we shrink a little bit. I was just talking to my mom about this today, about how I'm like, well, I used to be like almost 5'8". I'm sure I'm not 5'8 anymore. It's just an indicator. Just like your eyes are hazel. Your hair is brown. Just think about the label that we give the scale. And that comes from our own attitudes and our beliefs and our past, right? Like that's how we get to those perceptions of things. It's something over time that that we adapt to and we form ourselves. And then when we say it over and over and over again, it just becomes belief. So I challenge you to think about that when it comes to the scale. Questions, reach out to me. I hope this information was helpful for you. I would love to hear which one of those reasons you thought was like totally off the wall or you hadn't thought about that before. Um, But at any rate, like I said, I hope this information is helpful to you. I hope and pray that you have a wonderful day filled with joy, peace, love, and have a good relationship with the scale. All right. We'll talk again soon. Thanks.